0: to my show, Church of the Soul's Evolution. I'm Blake Ruby, also known as the Reverend Blake Ruby. I am an ordained minister. I hope you're doing all right. You're having an enjoyable Saturday. I hope you've been okay this last week. Thank you for tuning in today. It is no different than any other show I've had before in the past. I like to discuss spiritual matters, spirituality. The time is always right to develop yourself spiritually and to evolve, you know? And besides, there's like 40,000 people a day around the world, and this is a big world, isn't it, who are passing away, going over to the other side, to the afterlife. People dying from old age, from accidents. 40,000 people around the world every day, human beings, just like you and me. It's kind of mind-boggling. But one has to be intelligent about this, you know, and enjoy the ride for sure and not worry too much about it for sure, but also make preparations as if you would for a vacation coming up in the future. You know, that's why, and I've said this on other shows before, develop your light, your soul's light, because when you get over to the other side, you're going to see, I guarantee you, I know somebody's going to come up to me when I get there to heaven one day, hopefully far into the future, and say, you were right. Look at all these people around here. They shine with different lights and intensity. And the Spirit, Mother, and Father, who created our soul and our spirit, are the brightest of all the lights. And Jesus, of course, who died on the cross, His light shines so brightly. And other famous people that we've heard about, In the Bible, the patriarchs of the Bible, the disciples, shine with a special kind of light. And so, I don't know about you, but I want my light to be bright. I I want to increase my light as much as I can. And you can do that by listening to my show. You could have your own show on BBS Radio. Other shows that also help to increase your spirituality, develop you spiritually, Increase that lamp of your soul, the intensity of the lamp of your soul, right? You were born into this world with a 40-watt bulb, so to speak. Do you know what I mean? As far as comparing it to your soul's lamp in intensity, then your objective should be to increase it to, or even more. Do you know what I mean? Because when you get in front of your queen, your mother and father God, and you know, here on earth, males and females, you can't have babies without a male and a female, except if you use a test tube, maybe, you know, or maybe a man has donated his sperm and a woman is artificially inseminated with that sperm. You can't create children without a mother and father. And we are the children of the creator, the mother and father gods who create when their spirits merge into one. And down now, then we're talking about the Supreme created the universe, both male and female. You see, just like with the atom, how the atom splits into two, it's the same with the spirit. It can split, and the Supreme created the universe. Found a way to split himself into tiny little pieces, which is what. Our souls are, we're an infinitesimal, infinitesimal piece of the Supreme Creator. We have that, our, our souls, the brain of our spirit, the piece of the Supreme Creator. And a mother and father God, heaven on the sun, which is the spirit world. Our spirit, we do have a spirit in our body, hello, and it's made of light energy And the spirit can exist in fire, because fire is light energy. Those of you who have listened to my show before, I've talked about it many times. Of course, there are other suns around the universe, too. That's maybe the first question you might ask. What about those suns? Well, there are spirits that are born on other suns as well, spirits and souls. In fact, some of what Sylvia Brown, the famous late, great mystic medium, once said is that we, some of us who are born here on the lower evolutionary, what you call mystic travelers, we go around the universe, and you we know, might come from a higher evolution category planet, and we go back to a lower evolutionary planet to help the the souls evolve. So we sacrifice a uh, evolution to help those of a lower evolutionary status. But in a way, it's good. It's all good because it helps us, really, to achieve a higher evolution. So let's say you were living on a sixth category, a planet of the sixth category of evolution, and there's nine total, one through nine. Planet Earth is a category one. And you go back to help someone on the category one planet like Earth, and you do things to help other people in their evolution, and it's good for your soul. And so, when you pass away, when you transition to the afterlife, then you could reincarnate on a higher category, perhaps a category seven, or a category nine, or an eight, So, it's an amazing thing what's going on, my friends. Our Mother and Father God in Heaven, on the Sun, are co-creator gods in the making. Um, Mm -hmm. Let me take that. That they are are co-creator gods who have achieved that highest status of co-creator godness, if you will, while we are co-creator gods in the making. Through the process of reincarnation, one life after another, we are going to where they are already. And you will have, when you get to that same status as them, then you'll be able to create your own children, spirit children, souls, their souls and spirits, and also your, you'll have your own patch of infinite space to create your own solar system, planets, and your own sun where you exist. You'll see, I guarantee you. You'll see. One day, one day, you'll know the truth, my friend. In the meantime, while here on earth, seek the truth. It'll set you free. It really will. I'm not just saying those words. Just throwing them out there. The truth will set us all free, right? Let me tell you about what I did today. Up to Christ, uh, a revelation in my own physical training, if you will, changing the subject to myself and my physical training. And I've talked about this before, and I like to bring everything out in the open. I don't like to hide anything. If something helps me, I like to share it with you because we're all in this together, and there's really no time to be secretive. The time is now to develop ourselves and not... I'm a part of a group that can't share information because we'll be sharing our pearls of wisdom with swine, and you should never call your fellow human being a swine, you know, just like it says in the Bible, which I love and respect the Bible. I believe in about 90% of it. There's things which I don't want to get into right now I don't agree with, but Suffice it to say that I still consider myself more of a Christian than any other religion religions, but eighty, ninety 90% of the Bible, if you were a Christian, would you persecute me because I didn't believe in everything of the Bible? And if you are, then you're one of those people that would be willing to go to war and kill because people don't believe in what you believe. And you know why? Because you're not secure in your belief. Because... What you believe in isn't the truth. If it was the truth, then you'd be secure in your beliefs and you wouldn't have to try to hurt somebody because they didn't believe the same way you do. That's logic, which is irrefutable, my friends, but who am I talking to anyway? Maybe a small minority of people out there maybe tuning in. Who tune in briefly, but then go away. But those that think and want to learn and like me, essentially, then it's all good. Going back to what I was saying, what I did today, I woke up and I went to Lackland Air Force Base and I was experimenting with something that I had tried before and that's what I am. I'm an experimenter. I'm gonna do some singing for you later on too because that's what I do. I'm an accomplished singer, an accomplished singer, and I'm a member of the gospel choir at a church. It's great. one of the best things I've ever done in my life. Me, a white guy, a member of the gospel choir, but let get into that. It's all good because we're all human beings in the end, right? We born as babies. We're the same as babies. We have the same inside. you know. We have brains, hearts, lungs, intestines. liver, kidneys, gallbladder. Now, our skin's a little bit different. Some are, you know. The facial characteristics might be a little bit different, but inside we're all the same. It reminds me of a song by Sticks. Remember that song? But it's a grand illusion because inside we're all the same. So anyway, I think one of my missions in life is to be an experimenter. I try things to see what works with me, my body. And I share it with others. I'm a role model. People can take it or leave it, believe it or not. But what I've learned, I think, is valuable. And really what I've learned is, most of what I've learned is from other people. And then I just pass that along. as like a chain reaction, if you will. Or let's put it a better way, ripples of knowledge, which I can share, and so what I've learned, and I've been at this for years now, years, and so far, I've got some really favorable results. Here in in Texas, and I was telling Don just before the show, in South Texas, in San Antonio, I imagine Houston's more or less the same right now the temperature has gone down just a little bit. I've noticed the difference. It's August the 5th, so summer officially began on the 21st of June, 90 days of summer, now 45 days from the 21st of June, that's about six 6th of August, so we're about halfway, and I've seen years, last year, the year before, a year before that, I was caught, and I think, We've reached the apex and down. You know, there'll be many more hot days, no doubt, uh, before the really cold weather starts coming in around November, December. But I went out today and I I walked. That's what I do. I've been walking ever since I had my kidney transplant back in 1995 when I was active duty in the Army, U.S. Army. I donated one of my kids to my son, who was 10 months old at the time, because he was born with underdeveloped kidneys, and he was on dialysis for several months, and then he was very young, 10 months, right, like one of the youngest ages, and he's a young man, he's 28 years old, he's doing okay, he's doing well, thanks to God, thank you, God, a thousand thank you, God, for my son, who to Earth, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for my son. He was a true blessing sent from heaven, sent from the mother and father God in heaven to help me out. And he's done that in many ways. And he had a very tough time. What he's gone through, uh, I won't go into the details. But he got another kidney back in 2014 from his best friend mom, best friend's mom in Ohio, which is where he's at right now. He got there on Thursday. He's spending some time with his family, relatives, and friends up there, which he does usually once a year. He works at Warner Brothers in Burbank. He is a true blessing. I love him very much, my son Bryce. Anyway, so going back to what I was saying, I after the kidney transplant, I started walking. They told me to walk. I used to run when I was in the Army. Up until 1995, from 82 when I joined the Army until 1995, I used to run. I was a good runner. I got to the point where I could run two miles under 12 minutes all the time. That, that was pretty good. That's up there in the top 10% of soldiers as far as speed and running, you know. And when I got to the... I went to the Language Institute in Monterey from 1992 to '93, and... Study Turkish for one year, and they put me as the captain of the G Company, Golf Company, run team. They had back then. I think they still do. All these army, army companies: Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Delta, Echo, Foxtrot, Golf, and they had a Marine company, a Navy SEALs sometimes. Um, a little part of the Marines. So they had a, a Navy SEAL detachment, and every month we would compete in the Commander's Cup, a two-mile run, to see who could run the fastest. A 12-man team with the captain on the outside, two rows of five, and the guy down there out front. My fastest time ever was 11.39 in May of 93. 11.39, that was really fast. Anyway, then after the kidney transplant, I couldn't really get up to that same level of intensity, if you will. My two-mile time came down. I wasn't really... I didn't have any desire to get back to where I was, maybe because it was too painful, because I'd lost um, my right kidney, which I don't mind, you know, no complaints there, but I started walking, and I've walked since 1995 all the time, and eventually I got a profile for having to do the run on the PT test, the Army PT test, which is twice a year, and... I kept on walking and lately since I retired, just over the last few years, I've gotten back into running, but not a lot of distance, mainly small runs, one mile, maybe 400 meters, 200 meters sprints. I like sprints because if you do some research on the internet, you'll find that sprinting is a good way of exercising because it raises the heartbeat. And there's many benefits to include better circulation, better breathing. It increases the human growth hormone. And 10, 15 minutes of sprinting is the equivalent of like maybe a 45-minute or one-hour jog. So if you don't have a lot of time, which I usually don't, and you want those same benefits, even more benefits, Sprinting is a good alternative to jogging. But I also kept up the running excuse me, I've also kept up the walking along with the sprinting. And that's what I do. That's what I did today. I walk maybe two miles and in between or at different times I'll do a maybe a fifteen meter sprint. That's what I did today. But you've heard people say, a lot of experts say it's on the internet that when you walk, you should breathe through your nose because it filters the air from outside. It warms the air that goes into the lungs. It helps distribute the oxygen better to the cells. But but what they didn't tell you, what they don't tell you is, my friend, we live in an oxygen-depraved environment. And I, perhaps a perfect example, I say that, Not degradingly, but just knowing that I'm a work in progress like everyone else. Each day is a a new day to learn something new, you know. And I realized that all those years of breathing through my nose when walking, and especially when you increase the pace, they say that if you're going to go out and walk, you should walk at a brisk pace because it has so many more benefits. You raise your heartbeat, and that's a major thing. When you can raise your heartbeat, you increase the circulation of the blood throughout your body. That's logical, right? But what they don't tell you is that, speaking of an oxygen-depraved society, in the buildings we work in, the cars we drive, we're not outside in the fresh air where we're getting the full benefit of the... I think it's 93% oxygen, 7% nitrogen, about 1% carbon dioxide. We are oxygen depraved, my friends. That is logic. It's irrefutable. That's a statement that is irrefutable. And so I've discovered that. I know you are aware of that, too. Anybody with any degree of intelligence has to acknowledge this. So what can we do? In contrary in contradiction and contrary to what the guidance is from a lot of experts about breathing through our nose, I say that yes, we do need to breathe through our nose, and especially when one has sleep problems like sleep apnea and one like me has sleep apnea attacks sometimes and I've had some in the past. Very very bad ones, you know, when you wake up and it's hard to breathe. You can't breathe. And what I'm about to tell you, then, is something that's in contradiction to those, to that guidance, scientific guidance. Those experts out there, that all their guidance is on the Internet, many different posts. Be sure to consult your physician if you go ahead and do this. I'm sharing this because it has helped me, and I in only two days, because I've only kept it up for two days, but I've done it before, but I'm going to suggest some things which hopefully will appeal to your logic so that you can maybe either accept what I say or or not, either believe it or not. So, let me present my case to you. In regard to what I just said about breathing through the nose, if you increase the pace, though, to a fast walk or a power walk, then, especially here in Texas in the summertime, the air is hot and it's difficult to breathe through your nose unless you work out in the morning or late evening. But if you don't have to go out like I do sometimes at work, maybe around 11, 12 o'clock, or even later in the day, when it's the hottest time of the day and you wanna breathe through your nose, then you're going to perhaps strain to breathe through your nose and and maybe hurt yourself in a way that you weren't aware of. Not only that, you're not gonna be sufficiently oxygenating your body. Now just imagine, if you will, you had to run really fast. Let's say you had to run to catch a bus or you had to run to get away from somebody or let's say, you just you wanted to run down to the corner, which is maybe a quarter of a mile away. Do you think you'd be breathing through your nose? Now some runners, they work out. It makes you breathe through the nose, but the reason you breathe through your mouth, through your mouth when you do a lot of high intensity training, exercise, because you need to get sufficient amounts of oxygen into your body. And when you walk, you might think, oh, Yoshio knows when you're walking. I disagree. The Reverend Blake disagrees. I'm not a doctor because I don't have a degree, but my logic is solid when it comes to this because you should try it. I could take anybody who is overweight, and I've already noticed that I've started to lose some weight in just a couple of days. And the reason I couldn't keep it up before is because my logic, my rationale, I think was flawed and and I might've had a sleep apnea attack and and related it to that. And I I can get sleep apnea attacks not only because of the things I do, because also because of the things I eat, I believe. You know, if you eat some food that's kind of um fatty or has a lot of sugar, the mucus can get stuck in your throat. You know, it can develop mucus, and that in and of itself can cause a sleep apnea attack. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yesterday and today, and I've been struggling breathing through my nose at night, Hanging in there, you know, I'm almost 68 years old. I'll be 68 on Tuesday. So, as I said, I dedicate myself, my life. I sacrifice my life to find out what works and what doesn't for my fellow human beings. That's what I think one of my missions is, like I was talking about. And I submit to you, if you're going to walk, I can take anything. And what's going to shape it? at me somebody who is overweight on my program and I think because you find you might find that a lot of people maybe the majority of human beings when they walk they breathe through their nose but when they even when they walk fast like I was doing they are in a way hurting themselves and they're not getting sufficient amounts of oxygen into their body when you open your mouth when you're walking fast, you can breathe. Ah, oh, I've noticed the difference over these last two days, and I haven't really tried it too many times in the past. I remember there was one woman at work one day. We both went out, and we were walking around. Like there's a lot of people at work that go out for walks, you know, because they want to get away from their desk and from their computer. And I've seen a lot of people walking around, and I, I don't. I, Don't ask too many people, hey, do you breathe through your nose or your mouth when you're walking? It's kind of private stuff, but I'm not afraid to ask, and I have asked people before. They might say, I breathe through my nose, but this one woman, she came up, and she was walking at a pretty good pace, you know? And I said, wow, you know, you look good. Do you breathe through your mouth when you're walking fast? He said, yes, I do. What about you? And I said, yes, I do. And the reason is because we need to oxygenate. I need to oxygenate my body, get more oxygen. And, and you know what? I noticed that all of a sudden I could pick up the pace and I could walk faster by breathing through my mouth. And you're pumping up your lungs too. So later on, when you finish with your workout, you can actually breathe better through your nose because you pumped up your lungs, you're breathing through your mouth almost like running, but it's without the impact, you know, because running has a lot of impact, whether you run one mile, run one mile, or two miles, three miles, I however many miles, does that make sense? Like I said, please consult with your doctor before you do that, so you don't do something that might hurt you, especially if you, you haven't been working out in a while, but this is a revelation, my friends. I think that's something I'm going to try to keep up, and on my next show, next week, I'm going to give you a, a report, because this is great. I slept really well last night. I can breathe clearly through my nose. I just had a nap today, and my nose is clear. And wow. And I wouldn't say that everything I've read about on the internet in regard to breathing through your nose is wrong. My interpretation now is if you're going to walk slowly, breathe through your nose, you're going to just Enjoy yourself. Smell the roses. Breathe through your nose when you're at home not doing much. Breathe through your nose. When you're sleeping, breathe through your nose. But when you exercise, and you should be exercising intensely because it's good for the heart, right? You need to get the heart eating faster to circulate blood more in your body. Right? Logical. And when you do exercise Faster when you walk faster. Over. I don't advocate running at my age, except for sprinting, because there it's got so many benefits. I mentioned them to you. Check it out on the internet. The benefits of sprinting, especially the human growth hormone, it keeps you young. And today I ran 350 meter sprint, full speed. It feels great to run as fast as you can, with the wind blowing in your face and your body, pushing your body to the limit. It's good for all the muscles, my friends. But then I go back to walking, breathing through my mouth. My cars come by on the road, and, you know, I'm not the only one. Don't try to fool me. There'll be out there that can fool me because cars make a lot of noise, and they're stinky. You know, they, they spew carbon monoxide into the atmosphere. I'm as guilty as you I have my own car. I don't have an electric car. I have a four-cylinder engine. You know, I feel good about that. I don't don't buy a lot of gasoline, you know, so I'm not polluting the atmosphere as much as a car with a bigger engine. But I know what's going on. I hear these noises. And you know what? It's noise pollution, my friends. There's air pollution. There's water pollution. There's also noise pollution. People say they get used to it. No, they don't. They don't. No, they don't. No, they don't. You don't get used to noise pollution, and it's a big, big problem. And so one way for me now, I realize, and I can change myself, you know, in the course of a couple of days or a week. You can, too. A lot of people are afraid of change, you know, making those changes they need to make because they're afraid of criticism from their friends, from their peers. They want to conform you, my friend, are your own separate entity. You're going to be buried by yourself one day. Do the right thing always, my friend. If what I'm telling you is the right thing, and I hope it is, I wouldn't be giving this advice if I didn't think it was right. Yet, even just in the course of a couple of days, I feel confident enough to tell you that this is working for me and it could work for you. And don't you want to become like a Superman or a Superwoman or the Peter Pan of Captain Hook who can fly? Mm-hmm. And I've done it before. I just haven't been able to keep it up. I guess that's the bottom line. I haven't been able to keep it up, my friend. Why? Because I guess I wasn't man enough. I admit that because I didn't do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe there are other factors involved which I'm not aware of, why I wasn't able to keep it up. But now I realize my body was lacking in oxygen. I was oxygen deprived, but now I feel like i get getting an oxygen back into my cells. I looked at myself in the mirror last night and my, my body was kind of radiating a little bit. It's from that one workout. I did a good workout. I walked about two miles. Anyway, perhaps I'm harping on this too much. You get to point. Let's move on to something else now. How about, let me sing a song for you. How about that? love is a many splendid thing you like frank sinatra i love frank sinatra i know some of the songs and "Love is a many splendid thing is a wonderful song did i sing that before let me try i think i have so let me um did i sing it before i don't know because i practice all the time i sing these songs How about sunshine on my shoulders i don't think i've sang that one before Okay, John Denver. When I was growing up and living in San Diego, going to junior college, Mesa College in San Diego, I would come home at lunchtime and my mother would cook me up some food and I would listen to John Denver albums. I was a big John Denver fan because he sang about God, nature, love, you know. Anyway, this one, and I know several songs by John Denver. In fact, Let's make it a John Denver concert today, shall we? So this one is called Sunshine on My Shoulders, a beautiful song. It goes like this. Sunshine on my
1: shoulder makes me happy. Sunshine in my eyes Can make me cry, sunshine, on the water, looks so lovely, sunshine, almost always, makes me hide. And if I had
0: a song that I could
1: sing for you, I'd sing a song to make you feel this way. And if I had a day that I could give to you, I'd give to you a day just like today. Sunshine on my shoulders makes me happy. Sunshine. In my eyes Can make me cry Sunshine On the water Looks so lovely Sunshine Almost always Makes me high Sunshine Almost all the time Makes me high Sunshine Almost always Yes, my friends, it makes me high. It can make you high too. Remember to get your daily recommended amount of sunshine. My friends. Right. Vitamin D, right? Treat yourself well, please. Love yourself.
0: Love and understand yourself. You're so worthy. Your heart our hearts beat independently of our wills. The air we breathe purifies the blood in our bodies. We are amazing and wonderful works of creation, my friends. Like it says in the Bible, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Please love yourself. Please, please. Another song is called Annie Song. Then take a drink of water. Annie Song. was like this.
1: You feel up like a night in the forest, like a mountain, like a walk in the rain, like a storm in the desert, like a sleep. Deep blue ocean You fill up my senses Again Come let me love you Let me give my life to you Let me drown in your laughter. Let me die in your arms. Let me lay down beside you. Let me always be with you. You fill up my senses. Come feel me again. You fill up my senses like a night in the forest, like the mountains in springtime, like a walk in the rain. Like a storm in the desert, like a sleepy blue ocean. You fill up my senses, come fill me again.
0: Well. That was Danny's that song. Hold on, please. My door opened up here in my, to my patio. Let me close it. Give me a few seconds. All right. Here I am. How am I doing on time? Well, i got about 12 more minutes. This one is one of my favorites called Rocky Mountain High by John Denver.
1: He was born in the summer of his 27th year, coming home to a place he'd never been before. He left yesterday behind him, you might say he was born again. He might say he found a key to every door. When he first came to the mountains, his life was far away. On the road and hanging by a song. But the string's already broken and he doesn't really care. He keeps changing fast. And it don't last for long And the Colorado Rocky Mountain High I've seen it raining fire in the sky The shadows from the starlight Are softer than a lullaby Rocky Mountain High and he lost a friend but kept his memory now he walks in quiet solitude the forests and the streams seeking grace and every step he takes his sight has turned inside himself to try and understand the serenity Of a clear blue mountain lake And the Colorado Rocky Mountain High I've seen it raining fire in the sky Talk to God and listen to The casual reply Rocky Mountain High, Colorado, Rocky Mountain High, Colorado. Now he walks in quiet solitude, the forests and the streams, seeking grace
0: in every step he takes. Let me, oh, I lost my way. Hold on. Let me think, my friends. I've lost, uh, that's not the right verse. Anyway, and rather than waste any time, um, let me go to the, let me just think. Give me a few seconds here. I'm going by memory. I'm not reading anything for these songs. Now his
1: life is full of wonder and his heart so know some fear of the simple thing cannot comprehend. While they try to tear the mountains down to bring in a couple more. More people, more scars upon the land. But the Colorado Rocky Mountain High. I've seen it raining higher in the sky friends around the campfire, and everybody's high. Rocky Mountain High, Colorado, Rocky Mountain High, Colorado, Rocky Mountain High, Colorado, Rocky Mountain High. Colorado, Rocky Mountain High, Colorado, Rocky Mountain
0: High, Colorado. I was using my falsetto voice there, my friends. Anyway, that was Rocky Mountain High by John Denver. I'm going to sing another another song. Sing another song going to sing another song. I'm going to song another song. This one is called Take Me Home, Country Roads. Take Me Home, Country Roads. Almost heaven, West Virginia,
1: Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Life is older, older than the trees, younger than the mountains. Blowing like a breeze Country roads Take me home To the place I belong West Virginia Mountain mama Take me home Crunchy rolls All my memories gathered round her. Miner's lady, stranger to blue water. Dark and dusty, painted on the sky. Misty taste of moonshine, teardrop in my eye. I hear her voice, in the morning hours she calls me, the radio reminds me of my home far away, driving down the road I get a feeling I should have been home yesterday, yesterday.
0: Country road. Can you picture a country road, my friend? And mountains. Oh, I love John Denver. May God bless his soul. He passed away. I don't know if you heard. He was enjoying those building self airplanes, flying them. And he ran out of gas, crashed into Monterey Bay. I think that was back in the 90s or maybe uh, late 90s or early 2000s. Anyway. Let me see. I've got time for one more song. And I think that's... I know another John Denver song, but um, let me try it. It's all fly away. All of the dreams have gone soft. Let me take a drink of water. And the boy starts to crack up and he needs water. All of her dreams have
1: gone soft and cloudy. All of her days... Oh, no, all. all of the days have gone soft and cloudy. All of her dreams have gone dry. All of her nights have gone sad and shady, she's getting ready to fly, fly away, fly away, fly away, Life in the city will make you crazy. The sounds of the sand and the sea, life in a high rise will make you hungry for things that you can't even see. Fly away, fly away, fly away. In the world, there's nobody as lonely as she, there's nowhere to go and there's nowhere that she'd rather be, she's looking for laughter and children playing, she's looking for signs of the spring, She's listening for laughter and sounds of dancing, she's looking for any old thing. Fly away, fly away, fly away.
0: That last verse, I had to piece it together because I think I got a few things mixed around. But anyway, how am I doing on time? It's almost time, my friend. Remember to keep it positive in this environment when you watch TV. You know, my wife just came back from Indiana and she was gone for about 10 days. And the whole time, I didn't watch any news, no news whatsoever. I just watched YouTube videos. If you're in the habit of watching a lot of news, my friends, don't let it get you down, okay? Don't let that political environment that they are engaged in, they're engrossed in, back and forth cutting each other down, not saying much good, absolutely nothing good about each other. Don't let it get you down. Watch something else. Because I was tempted to say something on today's show about what's going on. And really, life's too short to say things bad about each other, right? I mean, we need to be well-read. We need to be intelligent about the next election. We want to make sense. We want to be logical. But that, that happened in due time. We're still a long way away from the November elections and the 24 elections. Just touching briefly on that. But if you can, watch programs on television that will make you laugh, make you happy, right? That will lift your spirits up and not depress you. Um, I mean, it's good to be informed, but just don't watch. Too much of it, you know. You know what I mean. You might like the people who do the the broadcasting, and in all fairness, they, they say some. They have been saying some positive things. Not much talk about God, but anyway, there are fellow human beings, and they're at their own level of evolution. So we have to just think positive thoughts about them, lift them up in our prayers, and now getting close to work. And I say prayers all the time, my friends. And you should too, if you can. Be brave. Be courageous. Say your prayers. Doesn't matter how you say them. And here's one. God, supreme creator of the universe. I look at our world and think, just what an amazing creation it is. It is. It's beautiful. Perfect absolutely awesome because of the complexity of how do you make a planet? Thank you. One minute. How do you make a planet, my friend, with the atmosphere, clouds, the blue sky, the sun, the distance, at just the right distance to give us enough heat and light and all the vegetation, the plant matter, the animal life, and us? here we are. Thank you, God. Please bless us all, everybody. Everybody, all your children, and we are your children. Creator of the universe, we love you so much. Thank you for loving us. Talk to you next week, my friends. I love you. Bye-bye.